Typically, Berlin, Munich, and Bavaria steal the show, but the German city of Frankfurt shines on its own as a modern city that also offers a great look at today's Germany. Devastated in World War II bombings and rebuilt with a new design, today it's a gleaming city of towering skyscrapers and powerful banks straddling the Main River. And the Main River is a fine riverside park lined with museums and taverns that are popular for their apple wine. To learn more, we're joined in our studio by two German guides, Carolina Marburger and Barbara Shipkowski. Barbara and Carolina, thanks for joining us. Thank thanks you. for having us. Carolina, when people think Frankfurt in Germany, what do they think? What's the reputation of Frankfurt? Uh, the reputation is of, I think in English it's referred to as Frankfurt, but we more often call it Manhattan. Mine being the river that runs through it, and Manhattan a reference to Manhattan, so skyscrapers, banks, and all that, which, however, implies a certain lack of soul, and therefore a lot of Germans like, well, Frankfurt. So it's it seems to be just bank, money, trade. However... If you actually get to know it, compared to love at first sight, Frankfurt is a love at second sight because it is. it has a lot of local beauty. It has a lot of local charm, but it's something you need to discover. Yeah, and it does have a, a shiny skyline. It's, it's it a is. city of skyscrapers. It's unique in Europe for I that. think Meinhatten is a good name because in Germany there's nothing so close to no. New York as Frankfurt. And it's a beautiful skyline. They take care of how it is assembled. So it, even though it keeps growing, it's nicely assembled. There's a pedestrian bridge across the Main River. The Iron Bridge. The Iron the Bridge. Eisenstieg. And when you yeah. stand on the Iron Bridge, you've got these beautiful parks on both sides of the Main River, mm -hmm. and then you've got this skyline. And it yes. just feels like a, kind of a German New York. It's actually the recommendation for a summer night is to go to the other side of the Main River and sit down on the green, get maybe a fish dinner and an apple boy and then Ugh. marvel at that skyline. I, you know, most Americans, they go to Europe to see old stuff. I love to see modern skylines also. I like modern architecture. London mm -hmm. is great for that. Yes. And in Germany, you wouldn't find that in Munich, that's for sure. Never. You'll find it in Frankfurt. And the, the big skyscraper that's open for the tourist, as I understand, is the Main Tower named after the river, and it's 54 floors tall, 650 feet up there, and the terrace on top is just an amazing view at the city. Now, Barbara, when we're thinking about Frankfurt, it also has, obviously, a lot of history, and I, I know there was a big struggle in the 19th century when Germany was being united. There was a bunch mm -hmm. of small states that spoke German, mm -hmm. and there was Prussia, and there was Bavaria, and those were sort of the leading contenders to be the force behind which Germany was united. But apart from Prussia and Bavaria, you had a bunch of little states that mm -hmm. looked to Frankfurt. Talk about Frankfurt in 1848 and, and how that was part of this German unification. Well, you have in Frankfurt the famous Paulskirche. It used to be an actual Protestant church. Mm -hmm. And if somebody gets the German Medal of Honor, Angela Merkel is going to give that to that person in that church. It goes back to that assembly in 1848, the first National Assembly of Democrats were getting together mm -hmm. and saying, this is what we want. We don't want the monarchy. Let's be a democratic country. So it was sort of the home of the German uh, feeling for uh, democracy yeah. rather than autocracy. Yeah. You mentioned Paul's Church. I, I think the English word mm -hmm. would be Paul's Church. Mm -hmm. And that's a museum for that today, essentially. You can go and see paintings and etchings mm -hmm. from that period. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about Frankfurt with our German guides, Barbara Schikowski and Carolina Marburger. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. Our email is radio at ricksteves.com. And Barbara emails us from Arlington, Virginia. And Barbara writes, Frankfurt is a perfect city to visit. One can easily walk around or catch the U-Bahn. That would be the local subway. 
There are many historic sites in Frankfurt, Paul's Church, the site of the first German representative government, Goethe's house, the cathedral where the Holy Roman Emperor was crowned, and the old bridge, the site of the fairy tale Billy Goat's Gruff. An old town was recently reconstructed to show what Frankfurt looked like before the bombings of World War II. One can sit along the Main River and watch the boats go by, the city has a vast array of international foods to try, as Frankfurt has a very diverse population. Wow, Barbara summed it up quite well there, didn't she? She did. So, Carolina, when, when we think about Frankfurt, we think about a diverse population and lots of trade. Through the centuries, it's been a trade center. My experience with Frankfurt is going to trade shows. Yes, it has been uh, since the Middle Ages. Part of it, of course, being on the Rhine. And so the biggest global book fair is in Frankfurt. And also the sort of the local color is of a burger city. So burger being probably in English more like a citizen's city. So a lot of foundations, which for Americans is more common, right? Charity by citizens mm-hmm. and, and public figures. And that is something that makes part of the pattern of Frankfurt, so that it's so a kind of a citizen's city. Is burger, does that mean a businessman or a merchant? A or townsman, a s- merchant, a slash bourgeois, and someone that is wealthy to a certain amount and very involved in city affairs. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about Frankfurt. And when we were going to Frankfurt, we've got to remember it was a very strategic city in World War II. And in Germany, if you were a strategic city, you were targeted by the bombings. And there was just horrible bombing in Frankfurt. I think Frankfurt's done a very good job of rebuilding. Now, all of the leading German cities in the late 1940s had to rebuild. And they had to decide, are you going to rebuild in your medieval higgly-piggly street plan? Or are you going to say, okay, enough of this medieval nonsense. We're going to be like New York and we're going to have a grid plan of streets and a big skyscraper downtown. Mm -hmm. Frankfurt decided to go with what was called the Manhattan plan, whereas Munich went with the medieval plan. But Frankfurt did keep its old medieval quarter. What is it called? The Romerberg? There is the Römerberg and just newly finished the old new town. The old new town. What mm-hmm. is that? Or new old town? The new, it called? The new <laughs> old town. <laughs> it's confusing. So, but when you go there, you feel like you're in the middle of a medieval town, and, right. and it's a beautiful, charming part. Uh, Barbara, tell us more about the new old town or the old new town. I found it so great for generations following us to give them an opportunity to see how the area really looked like at one point. Yeah. Even though behind the facade it's new, for one house, for example, they kept the red color. And it used to be a butcher's house, and they were selling um, sausages. Now what's kind of gross is the color red with the blood of the oxen. And they sell sausages, and I can't help but think, well, Frankfurter. Mm -hmm. So Frankfurt is the city. A Frankfurter is somebody who lives there, but we also have the Frankfurter sausage. Is Is the sausage from Frankfurt? Is that what that is? People know the Vienna sausage, the Wiener. The Wiener. And people know the Frankfurter. So a Viennese is a Wiener. A, a Wiener, we would call it. You yeah. would call it a Wiener. Wiener. And a Frankfurter, a person who lives in Frankfurt, is a, is a Frankfurter, a Frankfurter. And is there a sausage and, for the and Frankfurter? And there is for both a sausage that's named. It's actually the same sausage. And the gentleman who invented the sausage actually came from Frankfurt. So the um, Viennese call them actually Frankfurters, oh, and the, and the so Frankfurters the... call them Wiener. It's a trademark <laughs> that is protected, and hence only certain Frankfurters are actually Frankfurters. And the Frankfurter, which today, it's basically a hot dog sausage, right? Yeah, you right. would think, like, that's not a special sausage, but it is the imperial sausage because back in the day, you can maybe imagine that before industrial mincing, 
hmm. making such heavily minced meat was incredibly refined craftsmanship. Yes. And so it was that, that sausage that ended up in the Oxen's kitchens that you just mentioned, which were put on the Rimmerberg for the coronation celebrations in the Middle Ages in Frankfurt. Heavily minced meat and sausages were the re most refined sausage you would find, and that's the Frankfurters. So... Oddly, the, the simplest and maybe not the most amazing sausage today has this imperial background. It's really just a fancy weenie. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> so, but I do want to talk about the marketplace because there's a beautiful marketplace, sort of a traditional old-fashioned marketplace in the old center of Frankfurt. Can you talk about that uh, market? I think you refer to the Kleine Markthalle, which is the small market hall. Exactly. And uh, there is a lot of beautiful local markets around town, which I always recommend for you to find on a weekdays when they happen. However, that Kleine Markthalle has, for example, Rindswurst, which is beef sausage, which has something to do with actually the fact that Frankfurt, together with Berlin, had the strongest Jewish community. Okay. And so beef is something that the Jewish community could eat. So the beef sausage is famous for that. Mm -hmm. But it's indeed a very local thing where people go to have lunch. And you might even find grisos, which is the local way to say green sauce, which is a sort of a mix of sour cream with seven herbs. And they usually have it with potatoes and boiled eggs. And, of course, the local drink is the Appelvoy. Appelvoy. Or Apfelwein and apple wine. And I have to warn everyone because that puts up a very different expectations from what it actually is. Because people, oh, cider. Yes, it belongs to the family. But if you imagine something like French cider, you will be deadly underwhelmed. So don't expect that. Think of something very different. It's a sour, bitter, alcoholic beverage that has a similar alcohol level to beer. Uh -huh. And very often it's mixed with sparkling water. That's a Sauergespritzter. And it, it is very refreshing, but you have to think it's a sour, bitter thing that goes out to very old, very ancient apple uh, families. Mm -hmm. And so they are old, like sour. And therefore it's a very refreshing drink served in bembels, which are old gray blue patterned kind of bottles mm -hmm. or a glass that is sort of thatched because it was held when you had possibly greasy fingers. Oh, so a thatched glass, yeah, a little thatched, woven glass. Yeah, glass, exactly. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about Frankfurt with two German guides, Barbara Schakowsky and Carolina Marburger. And Carolina, we were talking about this apple wine. There's a famous place across the river where people go in the evening, sort of a traditional coziness, a conviviality with lots of... Uh, like the equivalent of beer gardens or wine gardens? The most famous spot for this is Sachsenhausen. That's where the, the Appelweikneipen, you find most of them. Fichtegrenzi is my personal favorite. It's very simple, wooden paddled uh, places where you get all the food that you would like to have if you want to have really local food. And you will find locals. And the word you said is kneipen. That's like a kneipen would it's a be pub, a, a pub, basically. Okay, but you get good. food there. And then, Barbara, if you want to stay downtown and enjoy the energy, what do you recommend? Well, the bankers are going actually to the Fressgasse. Fressgasse. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, that means that you just eat yourself silly. <laughs> Oh, really? It's like, it's like just <laughs> well, pig you, out street. Yeah, you, you go from one place to the other and um, yeah, have little, little nibblings here and there. And um, yeah, you're so silly. It's my heaven, by the way. So there's an elegant place, the Opera House, and then right next to that stretches the pig out street. Yes. And all the bankers in their, in their suits are there and they're just mm -hmm. eating and drinking like crazy. Yep. And then they go back to work. And then they go back to work. <laughs> this is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been enjoying Frankfurt with Barbara Schakowsky and Carolina Marburger. Dankeschön. Sehr gerne. Herzlichen Dank. Dankeschön. Hey, I'm Rick Steves. I love art. And in my new book, Europe's Top 100 Masterpieces, 
I share my favorites with gorgeous photos and vivid descriptions. It's a greatest hit sweep through art history via the finest paintings, sculpture, and architecture ever. It's all in Europe's top 100 masterpieces, Art for the Traveler. It's available now at ricksteves.com.